Hi, friend. Welcome to the Fit Christian Woman podcast, where we make health and fitness fun, inspirational, and transformative from the inside out. I'm your host, Kelsey Bryant. I'm a wife, mom, daughter of the king, and a clinical exercise physiologist. I'm here to help you finally find a fitness plan that works for you and glorifies Jesus. So fill up your water jug, put on your yoga pants. It's time to get fit. Hey ladies, welcome in. Today we are in the second episode of the series that is really talking about dying to our flesh. It's really exploring how the body can try to control us, but how our temptations and our flesh and our feelings need to take a backseat to the spirit leading We will dive in. If you haven't checked out episode one in this series, go back. It was last week. Please, please, please start there. I'm going to do a little recap, but that episode really will challenge you to think about what struggles does your flesh produce? So what struggles does your body kind of exacerbate for you? We talk about fruits of the flesh And today we'll talk about fruits of the spirit, but fruits of the flesh, jealousy, lack of self-control, fits of anger, discontentment, drunkenness, pride, rivalries, apathy, envy, fear, idolatry, dissatisfaction. I really dive into Galatians 5.19 and just list the things there that the Bible says are acts of the flesh that are obvious And I just want you to know that if you're feeling like any of these things are controlling your life, like you just want to get away from comparison, but every time you scroll social media, it's there, then stay tuned into this episode. We're going to talk about breaking those ties with the body, breaking off the chains that have held you stuck in the flesh. And I dive into last episode talking about how oftentimes the replies back to the emails that I send are about having this warped sense either of self-image or relationship with food, knowing that even if they've never been diagnosed with the eating disorder, knowing that the way they approach health or fitness is just not from a biblical sense. And it's stirring their soul, it's stirring their spirit, And it's time that they really are ready to step out and change it. That's what the emails usually say from you listeners. And if you've sent me one, I want to say thank you. I always respond. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for pouring out your heart. If you're not on my email list, please sign up. Go to my website. Click on the big red button. I want to send you my free e-workbook, which is really just the first steps in understanding the process of body, soul, and spirit and how to let the spirit lead. It's full of scripture that we are called to about housing our body as a temple, treating it as the temple of the Holy Spirit, and then also reflecting on how health can be a journey, how it is not all or nothing mindset. So many times we get into diet and exercise and we're like, if we don't do it perfectly, we just throw in the towel. And I really try to break that chain for you as well and let you know like, hey sister, there's room for salads and donuts when we live this true healthy lifestyle that we're called to and we're called into this by the Spirit 
by Jesus, we're called to lead this balanced life because there's so much more to life than just diet and exercise. And that's coming from someone that built a career on diet and exercise, but there's so much more and we need to be searching for Jesus in all that we do. And if the body has been keeping you stuck, if temptation, if strongholds over food, if a warped sense of self-image, if a warped relationship with food, like if you eat a cookie, then you spend an hour on the treadmill, like that is keeping you stuck from really pursuing your purpose. And you can continue to ignore it or you can bring it to the cross, bring it to the feet of Jesus. And that's what we're going to do today to help you break any strongholds with anything that's holding you back. And I'm going to teach a process that I walk through with a lot of my students because it's helpful, because it doesn't only pertain to your health, but I'm going to walk you through and show you how to do that today. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you're getting anything from this podcast, I would love it if you could give me a like, if you could subscribe and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. That is one of the benchmarks that helps me grow and helps other Christian women just be invited into the circle to hear the message, to know that they're doing a great job and to be encouraged to take their health seriously and to establish an exercise routine that works for them, to be encouraged to select the right portions and to select the healthier options and to know that there's still room for cookies in a healthy lifestyle. So please go on to Apple Podcast, leave me a review, and subscribe so you don't miss any of the episodes. All right, so let's dive in. Again, we're talking about the body and dying to the flesh. We don't want the flesh to continue to rule us. We want to break away from temptations that could be controlling us, and we want a truer, more spirit-led health journey. I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. I don't want you to feel consumed, and I don't want you to just run on autopilot, allowing your feelings and your flesh to control you. I teach this principle of body, soul, and spirit, and really it's where the spirit leads and then the soul and the body come under the spirit. And when we are saved, we feel like we're a body, right? This feels so real, but ultimately what's real is we're a spirit. That and our soul are eternal. They will continue on. And our soul is our mind, our will, our emotions, and our talents that God has given us that make us us. And then our body, it's not going on, right? How many, we've attended funerals and they put the body in the ground. That's not the end. That's just the end of the body, right? The body is dying, but the soul and the spirit continue on. And we want to be living from the spirit here while we can, right? That's how we get heaven on earth. That's how all the suffering and the overwhelm of this world, right, that Satan produces because he's king of this world. And we as Christians have fear not, right? Jesus has overcome the world. So we need to live here in this world, not with the chains of Satan, not with the burdens of this world, but we need to live as though we are destined for heaven because we are. The Bible says that. And we need to build up and store our treasures, Matthew 6, right? Store our treasures up in heaven where moths and vermin can't destroy them. We need to be living 
from the Spirit because ultimately that's our reality. That's where we'll be headed. And of course, it's easier said than done. Please, ladies, don't think I sit up here on a pedestal thinking, hey, if I did it, everyone can do it. That is true, but I didn't do it. Jesus did it for me. And that is true of what he wants to do for you. So I don't want to be this, hey, look at me, shiny object over here, yelling at you saying, if you just do it like me, then everything will be fine. No, no, no. I want to grab your hand and say, come with me. Let's explore this. Let's see what Jesus has for you in this because my battle is not going to be exactly the same as your battle. But the tools that I help teach you are tools meant to break the chains. So even if your chains are a little bit different than mine, the tools that come along with working with me and learning my methodology will still set you free. Because again, it's not me. I didn't come up with all these things, right? It is all about leading you to Jesus, and we want to do that in our health, and that is why I do this podcast. So if you're feeling burdened by temptation, if you're feeling like, if I could just will myself skinny, right? Like if I could just resist those cookies at the end of the night, then I would finally be happy. If I could just lose five more pounds, then I would finally feel better, be better, Okay, those are chains that are keeping you stuck. Those are lies from the enemy. You, sister, even if you never lose another pound, even if you only eat cookies for the rest of your life, you're still enough. I just want you to know that. You're still enough. Want to know why? Because you have Jesus. Because Jesus is with you. Because he says that you're enough. And it doesn't matter if the world thinks that we should look a certain way or that we should be a certain way. Because in Christ Jesus, you are enough. And I just want to say that because we don't get to hear that enough. And sometimes we're so busy doing and working and wanting things to be better that we just need to rest and know that in him, I am enough. At the end of the day, even if I do nothing today, even if you lay in bed all day, you're still enough, sister. You're still enough. When we look at things of the flesh, right? I label them kind of as fruits of the flesh. We're talking about jealousy, comparison, lack of self-control, fits of anger, discontentment, drunkenness, pride, rivalry, apathy, idolatry, dissatisfaction. Those are all things that are of this world. So let me share a quick story. I was working with a client and She's like, it's almost like my brain hurts. I feel like I'm just busy reworking all of this learned behavior. And I was like, yes, exactly. That's what we're called to do, right? The renewing of our mind through Christ. And we want to do that in our health too. It's easy to do that in the way, well, I shouldn't say it's easy, but we understand how to do it in the way that we act or treat people. But what about in the ways that we act and treat ourselves, right? Behind closed doors, sometimes things are different, but as Christians, we are called to not be different, right? We're called to be different from the world, but we're not called to have double-minded. We're not called to be lukewarm. We're not called to be Christians in outside of our home, but then when the door shuts, we're completely different people. We are called to be like Christ at all times, and we need to do that by breaking chains of the flesh. So if temptation, if lack of self-control, if these things are 
coming over you constantly and your spirit is stirring, right? You know that this is hard. You know that this isn't what you want. It might be your spirit convicting you, right? So the devil wants to condemn us. The devil wants to heap on guilt and shame. And we can do that with the narratives we tell ourselves if we grant him permission. But conviction is meant to bring us to repentance. That is meant to turn us from the behavior and come to the cross and say, Lord, we need you. And conviction is that stirring in our spirit, that way of like, oh, I did it again and I don't want to. When we do that, when we sit with that thought like the, oh, I did it again and I don't want to, we can decide then, do we go and follow the Spirit's leading and go into repentance or do we follow Satan's leading and go into heaping on guilt and shame? So if we've done something, if we've eaten the whole ream of Oreos and we don't want that behavior, we can hit our knees and go to the cross and say, Lord, I've struggled with this for so long. I'm so sorry I let this behavior continue to control me. I repent of eating the whole ream of Oreos from last night or just a minute ago to every time that I've let that behavior control me. I'm sorry that I've given into temptation. Lord, free me from this. That's how conviction and repentance can look. Or we can eat the whole ream of Oreos and we can say, oh, I'm such a failure. I did this thing I didn't want to do again. I'm fat and that's the way it is. This is never going to change. I'm always going to do this. This is just the way it has to be. And I'll do an hour on the treadmill tomorrow because I did this. Those thoughts are partnering with this world. Those thoughts are guilt and shame because you're not the sum of those Oreos, right? And when we can hit our knees and say, God, I just did this and I did this wrong, but I want to follow your leading, help me, right? God calls us to acknowledge that we need him. And when we need him, and then we cry out to him saying, Abba, Father, I need you. He is faithful to restore us. So coming to him in true repentance That is one of the ways that you are going to find health freedom. And then when we repent, what do we receive? What does God want to pour out to us? Grace and love and mercy and forgiveness for what we've done. Because remember, you as a spirit are not bad. You are not the sum of those Oreos. He loves you, right? The world wants to tell us that you're the sum of the Oreos, but you're not. You're so much more. So as I was talking, I was trying to get to a story and I think I got off on a tangent, but one of my clients was like, oh yeah, I'm reworking my brain. I'm trying to understand that I don't have to go and exercise off all the things that I've chosen. One, it's about making better choices, but two, where I was going with this is that she said, but the world tells me like, this is how it has to be or that I'm justified in my actions. Like I had a hard day. I should get to drink that bottle of wine. I had a hard day. I should get to eat that bowl of ice cream. I had a hard day, this, this, and this. And it's like, okay, yeah, the world can tell you those things. But what does the father say? Does he say, go and have the ice cream? There might be a day that he does. You know, if you're out celebrating with the family and you still have health goals and he's like, yeah, it's a celebration, go and have the ice cream. But on the days when you're searching for 
comfort, for satisfaction, for glorification, for something in that food, the father's not going to say, go and have the ice cream. He's going to say, come to me, all those who are burdened, right? And I will give you rest. My yoke is light, right? So if we're having a hard day and we're just turning to the wine, we're turning to the bowl of ice cream, we're turning to all these reasons of why to satisfy what we're eating at the end of the day, or if maybe you've sustained from food all day and you're starving, so at the end of the night, calories in is just a pack of Oreos, you haven't done yourself any favors. You really haven't found this healthy lifestyle. It might be keeping you thin, but what does your spirit say? Is that conviction stirring? If it is, then go to repentance. And after that, then receive the Father's love, right? then we need to replace these things with the truth, right? My client was saying her brain's spinning as she's reworking all these pathways. And then what? We have to replace them with the truth. What is the truth? The truth is, yeah, the world will tell you that you deserve that wine and you deserve that ice cream. But what is true? The truth is we should be casting our cares on Jesus, not on a bowl of ice cream, not on a glass of wine. And if we're not doing what he tells us to do, we're not obeying. And even delayed obedience is still disobedience. So allow yourself to repent for things that the world tells you are okay because your spirit is convicting you. God is always talking to us, calling us closer. We just have to learn how to identify it and then how to listen. And that's a trained behavior. And I encourage you anytime that you think you hear the father calling, write down a note, then you will have it for reference. Because as you continue to practice and to see that, hey, he was calling me, you'll get to learn and hear his voice. And then you'll know you won't question so much. It won't be a delayed obedience. You will hear his voice and you will obey. So continue to do that. And then, of course, after we replace, replacing it with the truth. And that is what I want this podcast to help you do. Help bring you not only truth from a biblical standpoint, but truth from the world too, right? I'm a clinical exercise physiologist. I've studied exercise. I've studied fitness and the way it changes the body, the way it helps. I understand reading the research studies and I bring you the best tips and tricks of like how it continues to develop and some of the tied and true things. Eating our vegetables is still important just as it was 50 years ago, right? And then trying to find that balance of how much do I exercise and making sure there's rest and recovery. I try to cover all of those topics here so you can feel totally supported because when we replace lies with the truth, we're finding that freedom. That is true freedom. The Bible leads us into truth. Jesus leads us into truth. And I don't want to be somebody to cause you to stumble. So when it comes to health and fitness, I try to bring you the best and the truest information of what's been proven to work. It's not a fad diet over here. It's not quick, sustain from all food and eat watermelon all day. Like it's not any of that. What this is, is a tied and true biblical approach to health and fitness. So after you repent and 
receive the Father's forgiveness, and then you replace it with the truth, there's always going to be times that we have to resist either the temptation or the jealousy boiling up. Resist the triggers that cause us to have that fleshly behavior. Resist the devil as he tries to come back and keep you in the bondage. And then as we continue to walk in the Spirit and follow the Spirit's guiding, we want the fruits of the Spirit, right? Love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control. We want the fruits of the Spirit. Love and trust, kindness, bearing one another's burdens, self-control, contentment, patience, sacrificial actions, joy, of course, abstaining or resisting from things, peace, and then serving others. What I love about the Bible is that we can often, if not always, find examples of current struggles, and of course, we find the solution. And that's why the Bible is referred to a living, breathing organism, right? Like it's a living, breathing, it continues to evolve with us because the truth is that it's tied and true. It continues to be that. So finding, understanding the strongholds that the body has on you, seeing what it is that is keeping you so tied up in bondage, whether that is an addiction to food, an addiction to looking for comfort, emotional eating, maybe it's jealousy or comparison will send you to the pantry. Whatever your reason is, maybe it's just the false thinking about cookies or this will make me fat. This is unhealthy food, right? And you're always keeping yourself in that box and not allowing it to just be easy and find that freedom in having a cookie and not having guilt and shame. If you cannot have a treat and not have guilt and shame, you have something deep in there that needs to be worked out and just bring it to the light. Bring it in front of Jesus. Repent for it. Tell him you're sorry that this is the way that you've been living. And sometimes we repent and we have these ingrained behaviors Not because we did it on purpose, but because we just didn't know any better. Or we might be watching patterns of this world and it might be something that we did it this way just because we've always done it that way. And we don't even know why we do it that way. That's okay. But when we just acknowledge like, hey, Jesus, I know I have this wrong. You don't have to know the solution. He'll bring you the solution. If you knew the solution, you would probably be doing it. You need to call out for his strength and do it that way. I'm cheering for you. Always try to look at the situation, look at the patterns, look at the behaviors. And if something's stirring in you, that's your spirit just saying, hey, I want to lead you into a better life. Come on, we can do this together. Following those steps of repenting, receiving, replacing, and resisting. These are such good tools that you can do in any situation. It doesn't have to just be wrapped up in food, wrapped up in health and wellness. If there is a relationship that needs to be restored, taking your responsibility and going through those steps and asking God to come in and to heal you. He is faithful. Remember that. He is always faithful. Keep going. You're doing a great job, Mama. And I would love it if you would send me an email. Let me know if this has touched you. Let me know what you're thinking. You can do that at hello at kelsey-bryant.com. I'll talk to you next time. 
Thanks so much for listening. I hope this episode has really blessed you. And if it has, please tell a friend and leave a review. I appreciate it so much. Plus, it helps to grow the reach of this podcast so more Christian women can find true health too. 